this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Hey, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose. Also, I want to say thank you for spending time with me as we have this ongoing conversation about purpose. So the topic for today is work. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So I want to talk to you about work. Um, I read an article about a week ago that essentially said that a good majority of people, um, I believe it was approximately 75% in 2020-2021, have, I think it was 76%, have satisfaction in their jobs. And some people want to, uh, or businesses and leaders like to label that as purpose. And purpose, work is purposeful. You're coming there to do a particular task um, and your employer is paying you for particular skills and talents. Um, So there is purpose in work. But the purpose that your boss has in mind is not the same as your purpose and your calling in life. And this is why it's really important to know who you are. Because when you don't know who you are, you will latch on to things, titles, positions. You will latch on to them because you have no platform, no standard of who you are. Essentially, if you are, if you consider that your job is your purpose, <clears throat> it may be God's purpose, but we're going to discuss the idea that your job is purpose related to your employer. If you have accepted that what you are in that position, that title, those responsibilities is your identity then you will always put value on what your employer, your coworkers, your customers say about you related to the value, the satisfaction that you get from that job. It's totally different than the purpose that God has called you to. It doesn't mean that within that job, that work, that you are not living out your purpose. It doesn't mean that there's things and opportunities and experiences and people that you can't, that you cannot, that you can um, do your purpose, live your purpose, speak your purpose, act out your purpose. There has to be a separation. 
in thought. And the reason that there has to be a separation in thought is because I also read an article, I think it was the same article, that said that 44% of millennials believe that their job is their purpose, their calling. And that might be. But is it the purpose that you framed or allowed to be framed through an employer? Or is it what God has, Holy Spirit has revealed what your purpose is? They may be aligned. They may be one and the same. And they may not be. But this is where you have to be careful. This is where you have to know who you are. Because the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. When you go to work, when you have a job, when you have a business, there's a correlation between money, position, value, and your identity. If that position is taken, if that money is taken, If you only have your identity, if you only know who you are through your job, through how much money you make, that's a problem. You can be easily manipulated. That's when Satan comes in to kill, steal, and destroy. That's why it's important to know who you are to God to know what your purpose is and to have some idea of what God wants you to do so that you can have boundaries and that you can have discernment. One of the things that um, bosses do, the good ones will speak into your life. They will see your gifts and talents. They will give you projects and, and things to do that will help you grow. Take on more skills. Take on more projects. Encourage you. And then there's, and, and then there's bosses co-workers, just people in, people in the workplace that they're broken. And because they're broken, they want you broken. And if you're already broken, dealing with a broken person, dealing with a broken environment, You're going to be challenged. That's why you need to know who you are. A broken person is not going to see you as a human. They're going to see you as something to move and master for their game. 
a broken person will say words, little subtle things, sometimes direct, sometimes indirect, sometimes forceful to plant seeds in your head of insecurity, doubt, rejection. Now, we've all have these triggers and emotions and things. And when you have someone outside, like a boss or an employer who doesn't, who, who hits on those triggers, you might start to believe that what some, what mama said, what daddy said, what somebody in school said, one of your friends said, now your boss has said that maybe you are not valuable because you see this consistency of brokenness speaking to you. That's why it's important to know who you are. And that's why it's important to set up those boundaries and pay attention to the words and the experiences that are going on around you. It is so easy to get tripped up because someone has some authority over you or you fear that you won't have a job or income to support you. I get it. You still have to know who you are. And it's important because you will have instances and I just experienced this. And I, I had to catch myself. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> this is the devil coming to kill, steal, and destroy. And because I know who I am, I switched into what is my purpose? What has God called me to be? What has God told me he wants me to do which is always first and always has to be first in my life I can't allow what someone thinks about me negatively or says about me impact my purpose so and I told you I was going to be rambling You have to know. You. It is so important to know your identity, to know who you are. So when Satan comes, sometimes we don't think Satan is at work. We think Satan is, you know, somewhere else. Satan, you know, I, I'm starting to think that work is the easiest place for Satan to be. Because it's sort of like when you go to work, it's like you're, you're in a... a, a, a Uh, another world, another environment. And there's so many opportunities for Satan to to come at you subtly. If you didn't get a promotion, Satan may come at you because you're discouraged. You're disappointed. If you didn't get to work on a project... You might feel like you don't have the talent or the skills or the gifts. And maybe that's why you didn't get it. If you are not um, within the clique, 
that's at work. You may feel like, you know, I'm different. I don't fit in. And if you're a believer, you probably won't, depending on the environment at work. And you might start to feel lonely or you might feel like you need to leave your faith at home and not bring it to work. And so you got two lives going on. Work life, home life, outside life. You just got a whole nother life. That's killing, stealing, and destroying. So we have to be careful and discern things and pay attention to words that people speak. I remember um, I I had a um, job review. Uh, what is that? A job assessment. Annual assessment. And I was in my early 20s and I remember the word introvert being added. And I took offense to that. And I would not sign the review acknowledging that because I took being an introvert at that time was a negative word. And I refused to sign something that I didn't believe that I was that has a negative connotation to it. And uh, I'm going to say that throughout my career probably your career as well you've had labels put on you that you didn't agree with and in some way or another maybe it set off other triggers maybe but you have to You have to fight for who God says you are. You have to put up boundaries. You have to stop conversations. You have to put, you have to to speak up for yourself. Because these words that come, they go and they will sink in your heart if you don't fight them. And you will carry them. And little by little, they will break you down. And then you will find yourself in a place emotionally, spiritually, you don't want to be at. You never should have been there. But you have to put those borders up, those boundaries up to say no. That's not, that's not me. No, you don't know me. No, because, and I always tell people, you know, it's funny. You have people who want to manage you and tell you who you are. And they don't really know who they are, which is kind (laughs) of, it's kind of crazy. They want to manage you, but they can't manage themselves. You have to manage yourself because There is so much brokenness in the workplace because many of us have fallen for the idea that my value is in work and what I do and my title. And I've I've fallen for that. 
And I've struggled with that. And then I had to realize that my identity isn't what God has created. Not what man has or a woman has given me to do. Not what a job or an employer has given me to do, a position. But it is in who what he created in me so I just wanted to share another story at work um so I had an opportunity so let's just back up a little bit prior to me (laughs) discovering my purpose I didn't necessarily have a great reputation I was angry um I was broken and I brought that to work with me and then um, when I discovered what my purpose was and I discovered that I would um, uh, my my head, my mind, my heart was renewed I was resetting things I was reframing relationships at work and you know with people often the first introduction is the introduction that they keep And then what's funny is that people who hadn't even met me, the reputation had, the old reputation had trickled down as opposed to the new reputation, the renewed Brenda who was um, kinder, sweeter, more patient, understanding, um, uh, more helpful. That didn't trickle down. So I remember having a conversation with um, um, who I reported to. And we immediately were in conflict because he brought that. He brought what that reputation was to our work relationship, not even knowing me, not asking me who I was. And I had I didn't know that at the time. And... Um, probably two years later he told me that he needed to apologize because he had brought what someone had told him about me to the table as opposed to getting to know me and he found that there was a contradiction in what he was told and what he found and The problem is if I had not known who I was in that conflict with him, I would have stumbled. I would have fell off. I would have said, you know, I can't do this or I'm going to get with the click and I'm going to do what get in that click so I can I can um, I can find favor in my boss and favor in the click and favor in this company and I didn't do that because that's not who I am that's not who God called me to be I couldn't look in the mirror every day and see, take a look and go, okay, you lied all day about who you are. I couldn't do that. 
when you know what your purpose is, when you know what God has called you to do, and you are a servant to God, not a servant to your job, your label, your titles, people's feelings, expectations, promises, promotions, Uh, bonuses. You're not a slave to those. You're not a servant to that. You're a servant to God. And we have to be careful in the environments that we walk in, the people that we engage and experience life with and pay attention to those words. Because nobody has ever come up to me and more than likely... They never come up to you and said, I don't like you. (laughs) There's this, that, and that about you that I don't like. Or I want you to do this for the benefit of me, the benefit of uh, a company. And I know it might not be good for you, but I want you to do this so it'll benefit me. Nobody will ever come up to you more than likely and say those things. But they will pick words. They will frame conversations. They will strategize behind your back with others to minimize. To minimize what you think about yourself. And that is why it is so important that you know what your purpose is, that you ask God what your purpose is, that you earnestly and sincerely ask your creator what your purpose is so you can live your purpose. So when Satan comes at you with what you are not, what you are, what you should be, what you should have got, what somebody took from you, what someone has given you, you can stand on your purpose. You can stand on your value. You can stand on the value that God gives you through his love. You're important all on your own. (laughs) You are important to God all on your own. Your work your position that doesn't make you important when you die and you meet your maker your position your title where you live how much money you make that's not going to be part of the conversation what's going to be part of the conversation is did you do what I asked you Hopefully you can answer back and say yes. But if you don't know the game that is being played on you, and it's a game. It really is a game. The devil has schemes and games and he knows what triggers to pull on you. What what words to say that's going to make you fall in line make you change, not be that new person. 
not be that per- person full of purpose. He knows how to make you afraid, scared. He knows how to make you feel full of pride. He knows all of those things to make you sink. So he can kill, steal, and destroy who you are, who you really are. He will make you feel like you can't be what God has wants you and called you to be. Because you're not worthy. You're not valuable enough. But God says you are. God says you are valuable to him. God says you are valuable. He's given you purpose. That's how much he believes in you. He's given you work to do for him. It is just so important as a believer to stay prayed up, to study your Bible, to read, to fellowship with other believers, to have discernment, to pay attention to what is going on around you, what is drifting in your ears, in your head, in your heart. It's important. So I'm going to leave that right there. There's so much I could say about work and how the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But you have to be diligent and faithful. You have to put on your armor and stand in faith. Through all the mess and the mad, the madness and the toxic, broken people who come up against you, you have to understand that work may not necessarily be your purpose. I pray that the job that you have, your business, is aligned with your purpose. That is the most ideal situation. <laughs> but if it is not, There is still purpose. You know what your purpose is. You may be at a job, at a business, and you know what your purpose is. Then you can live that purpose out through that experience at work. And you're probably going to say, well, how is that? This is how how it works. As you are challenged. As you have trials. As you have experiences, negative experiences at work as you go through the ins and outs in your career. We are to grow emotionally, spiritually. We will be challenged. And those are catalysts that elevate our faith. And as we submit and be obedient, God gives us more opportunities, more resources. And there is fruit that is born out of those challenges and trials. There's fruit that is born to share with others in your testimony, which is what I'm doing now. (laughs) So I just want you to think about that as you go to your job, your work, your business, that 
there are just so many places that the devil has an opportunity to kill, steal, and destroy. And that you need to pay attention. Pay attention. And align what you hear against what God says about you. God loves you. He loves you so much. There's value in God's love. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not a mistake. You have everything that you need. God gives you everything that you need. So this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Yeah, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye-bye.